you ever think you catch a record setting fish and you just end up catching a tree? Fuck you, Carter. Yeah, fuck you, Carter. Piece of shit, son of a bitch. Welcome to the Rendezvous Podcast. This week it's just Davis got Buffalo Hunter on along with Bridger. How's it going? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking fishing and anything else that random that comes up. Uh, as usual. Yeah. So, do you guys want to do the debate at the end or at the beginning? Now I'll put it in the middle. Lead us in. Okay. So, Carter, earlier this summer, pissed us off because he's talking shit. He's like, guys, I just about caught a state record fish. I think he was a boysen. I can't remember where the hell he was. He might have been. He thought he caught like a 30-pound walleye or some shit like that. (laughs) And his, his line snapped. And there's no way this fish would have been over like 10 pounds because when we, he, it was the same pole he was using on the backpacking trip. And his line would snap with fucking brook trout. Like, <laughs> like there's no way he's got a state record walleye on this fucking fishing line. He texts us, he's like, guys, I just lost a state record fish. It's like, no. Caught a fucking tree. Does that surprise anybody though? No. <laughs> no. Like, it's Carter. It is. For God's sake. It's fucking retarded. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of We did a lot of fishing this summer. I went fishing almost every weekend. Did you go a lot? Uh, well, yeah, I went a lot. Like, we uh, got Prairie Dog running right through our, our, right by our house, and so I was just fishing there. Kind of know, fucking just, fisher and Prairie Dog. There's some nice browns. There was a... A brown caught on. No, we're saving this for later. There's a, there was a. Uh, back when my stepdad first moved to the place we're at now, um, a couple of um, older guys came up to the door and, and were like, Yeah, we used to fish here all the time. Do you mind if we go fish? And my stepdad was like, Yeah, go for it. And they pull out a tw- like a 22 inch brown out of this creek that's a foot and a half deep by four feet wide. I didn't even know there was fucking fish in that yeah, creek. There's, a, there's quite a few. And they're just ferocious. Like, you put anything in front of them, they just attack the shit out of it. It's pretty... But it's, it was it was a good uh, quarantine activity, you know? Just get out, go go wherever, and just do some fishing, you know? <laughs> go outside, do shit. Perfect quarantine activity. Yeah. Well, I, I mean... Maybe... Fuck you. Fuck you. Well, so, Hoon, you... Uh, the last time we tried to record this episode, it didn't go smooth. But we were talking about how you go every summer over like the Fourth of July for a week with your family to some lake, and yes, do, do you end up fishing there? The first day and second day, I end up fishing, but the rest of the week, I'm not. Uh, how do I say this? Coherent enough to go fishing. You're drinking for about, I don't know, four days straight. 
You just can't get up early enough to do it. You just see the sun, you get pissed off, you start throwing shit. You go back in, wait till nighttime, and uh, start drinking again. <laughs> so, uh, most of our friends have heard Hoon's stories from this 4th of July party they have. Some crazy stuff. Fought a tornado. There were, There's always an injury every year. What's your favorite story from that weekend? Non-fishing related. Non-fishing? My favorite story has to be when my cousin cut his foot in half. <laughs> Absolutely has to be. Well, tell it. You're doing what? We're getting there. <laughs> his cousin was the most sober one there, too. Oh, yeah. So my, my family likes to uh, have fun. <laughs> alcoholics? As one does. Okay. I wouldn't say alcoholics. Okay. I'd say... Uh, Partitioners in the ethanol. Well, I mean, it's, you're not an alcoholic, and you unless you admit a problem. Yeah, it's not right? a problem. Yeah, so then you're fine. <laughs> the only problem is we didn't have anyone to drive. <laughs> so we have a pretty big family. Everyone there was hammered. We were trying to get wood to start a bonfire, as one does on the Fourth of July, right? Wait, this was on the fourth? Well, it was two days before the fourth. Oh, okay. So, but we're cutting wood. We're trying to build like a big bonfire because you know, see it from space. <laughs> Anyways. Days. So he comes down here. <laughs> Days. We come down there, go down to the beach, because <clears throat> there's a bunch of trees along the shoreline. We're camped out in the middle of a field. There's trees along the shore. So long story short, <clears throat> my cousin River has this brand new Gerber axe, sharp as shit, goes to cut down a tree branch, props his foot up on a log, takes a big, nice swing at the tree branch, misses the tree branch entirely. He's barefoot as shit. Comes right down, first swing, brand new fucking Gerber axe, right down the middle, splits his whole foot in half. Oh my god. Only sober guy. So he's screaming. We're like, oh shit, what's he screaming about? You look down, there's just blood all over the beach. We're like, holy shit. He's gonna die. (laughs) Should we post a picture of his foot with the episode? Yeah, sure, might as well. <laughs> oh, so, oh my god. So we're walking, so we're like, oh shit, he's gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> so we got one guy holding his foot together, three more guys carrying him up the hill. Weren't you holding his foot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, drunk, whatever. Holding his foot together, things like flopping around everywhere. It's funny as shit. <laughs> How long yeah. did it take you to get to the hospital? Because you guys were out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're like an hour and a half from Bismarck. In the middle, like, we're kind of on the Indian Reservation up there, on the Standing Rock Reservation, which is just fucking trash, but it's fun to party at. So we take them to the hospital that's on the res. They don't take white people. (laughs) So we gotta drive his ass all the way to fucking Bismarck while he's, like, losing consciousness. (laughs) Oh, shit, his fucking foot's falling off. And guy was back drinking the next day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he showed up the next day. Didn't even change. Didn't shower anything. He's in the hospital robes. They got his foot sewn back together for the most part, kind of. He's limping around. Straight back up to camp. Starts drinking with us the next day, 24 hours later. <laughs> it's the only way to go. Still in his fucking hospital robes. It's the only way to go. His ass is just hanging out, just walking around. <laughs> He's like, all right. <laughs> So, uh, did you catch any fish on your trip this year? Oh, I caught a few. Caught a couple walleye and a small pike. And that's about as far as I made it for the booze kicked in. (laughs) So, Hunter didn't, uh, he didn't fish as much as I thought he would this summer. Out of all my friends that should have had a job, he was at the top of the list. Well, someone took my job. 
<laughs> you want to tell them that story? <laughs> That's another day. All right, I'll tell them that one. That was funny. Yeah? Hmm? Uh, yeah, we'll save it for another day. Save it for another That's day? Its own... That's its own story. So, he, you, uh, did you fish every day this summer? Or this just, summer? A, yeah, every once in a while? Oh, yeah, I definitely fished at least a few times a week. Yeah. yeah I had nothing better going on. So. At Healy? Oh, Healy. I was up in North Dakota a couple times, actually. Uh, to Smith, Keyhole. There's no fish in Smith. They killed them off. <clears throat> but Keyhole's got some really good fishing up there, too. I was up there a few times, so. And then, without a job, you somehow could afford to buy a boat. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, what, what kind of boat is it? Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful little 14-foot aluminum boat. It's probably manufactured in like the fucking forties. Old as shit. It's got holes coming in through the fucking bottom. You haven't fixed Which, the holes yet? I'm working on it. Well, you can scoop them out fast enough to get the water out while you're fishing. They're small holes, so you sink slowly. As long as you're sinking slowly, you can take it out. Fishing. But do you have a motor on it? Uh, it has a motor, but I didn't want to get it registered yet, so I used a little trolling motor. Okay. So hopefully the gaming fish is not listening to this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this isn't the first episode. We hope they aren't listening. To. <laughs> so, uh, how much did that set you back? Oh, it was only like two fifty, three hundred bucks to get the boat. You gonna redecorate it? I am. It's gonna be a nice, pretty. Uh, I haven't decided if I should go with like a plat black or if i should go something crazy like glow in the dark paint just for the fuck of it <laughs> glow in the dark yeah fuck it. Fish at night. glow in the dark fucking aluminum boat dude you go to home depot they got glow in the dark paint fucking slap it on there why not you could get like the you know like, i think you'd still need a light to fish at night though oh yeah well, but yeah fuck but it. fuck it yeah but the boat's glowing in the dark <laughs> yeah. like, who the fuck's this guy <laughs> yeah. they can't not see you <laughs> that's true yeah. Attract the fish too. You yeah, could maybe, maybe. I'm down. All right, let's try it. All right, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Should probably, pass, probably pass those holes first. Winter break project. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, I'm not doing shit. Let's go. Ah, uh, you'll be ice fishing. If Healy has any ice. Oh, I'll be ice fishing regardless. If, yeah. I'll be out there on the boat if it's thawed out. There you go. So um. Hoon and I were, Shields, like, the last couple days had a ice fishing webinar series going, and so Hoon and I tuned into that, and they learned a, some interesting stuff. Um, Hoon's a, more of a boat and ice fisherman than I am. I am more of a fly fisherman than Hoon is. So, do you care to explain some of the differences, or... In terms of ice fishing and boat fishing? Or no, like... I was going to say, one's on a boat, the other you're staying on... No, that, 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 was a, that was a poorly worded question on no, my sure part. Was. Yeah. <laughs> no. Day Junior, come on. Uh, so, like, obviously I don't fish with a fish finder while fly fishing. Yeah. You fish with a fish finder all the time. And so they were explaining on this webinar series how to read like a fish's mood from 
some of these sonar fish finders. And I thought that was pretty interesting. Just like you can tell how a fish is feeling towards your bait compared to the lines on the fish finder. You know, do you want to kind of explain that like you were last night? Yeah. So the most popular type of fish finder that most folks go to is a Vexlar, a Vexlar sonar fish finder. I mean, there's plenty of other brands. You want to go like lower quality, you can get a hummingbird. Higher quality, you get a Garmin. But the Feel most free to sponsor us too, if you're listening to this podcast, please. They won't. They, well, you got to throw it in there though, because just by the slim chance that they do, everybody can use a fish finder here. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> but anyways, when you're looking at the screen on the Vexlar sonar finders, you have essentially a circle dial, and then on the circle dial, it has a bunch of lights that pop up. And what those lights mean is starting from the top to the bottom of the circle, you have your cent or it's essentially your depth, right? And you can adjust the depth, like the strength of the sonar. So if you have, if you put your uh, sonar in the water, you drop your line down your jig, right? That sonar will pick up your jig. And when, if you jig it a little bit, right, when it's down there, it'll flash like a little light. And that little light basically registers like, oh, there's movement down there. So if you jig it up, you can see the sonar go towards the top, bring it down more, it goes towards the bottom. Um, if a fish goes in the area, you'll see the thing start to flicker because it's catching more interference when it's down there. So if a fish is uh, not to, like, if you want to put this plainly, if a fish isn't interested, you might see it pop in on the screen. It might be by your jig, it might be a top or bottom. If you're dealing with a lot of fish, that's a good way to gauge the depth that you should be at. But if you're seeing a lot of activity on the sonar, it's like, oh, there's a lot of fish in the area. Or there's one fish that's like fairly active. But if you see, the bigger the fish, you're going to have more lights that show up. Right? So if you see them flicker a bunch that are kind of by your pole, it means like, ooh, it's kind of interesting. Jig it a little bit. If you reel in really quick and it follows it, it means it's really interesting. It's hungry, right? If you jig up a little bit and it doesn't move, it means it's kind of like, eh, kind of checking it out. If you jig really fast, fish leaves. It's like, being a bitch. So that's a quick rundown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically when we're watching this seminar last night, they're talking about essentially the same thing and looking at Hoon, and I'm like, all I see is fucking lines. Yeah, all David sees is this. <laughs> like, what the fuck are they talking about? He just sees these blinking lights, and he's like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> he's a fish, you see it? Like, I can't see the fucking fish. <laughs> yeah, it, well, there, there was this one guy that... Um, is sponsored by clam and he was on and he's like yeah you can just tell if a fish is flaring its fins out and stuff and if it's really aggressive or if it's just kind of aggressive and i was like i just see a blinking light <laughs> but uh they were saying some interesting stuff about like uh line weights because mm -hmm. yeah. the one guy that works for clam ice fishing uh he was saying he uses like one pound tests and two pound line and that is about it maybe three pound if he's going after walleye and stuff and uh it brought me back to what jasic did over our backpacking trip where he had 13 pound line and didn't lose a goddamn fish the whole time just because it's like super strong and i was thinking and that's for trout, obviously, on the mountain, but why would you use a one-pound test line? See, I never would. I usually fish with, like, an eight-pound line. That's usually what I go for on all my stuff. 
one pound and like two pound it's more like uh there's more action like it's more sensitive to like jigging and stuff like that if you're ice fishing or if you're out like casting um you can cast farther it's a good like for versatility i would not try to fish for bigger fish with a lower pound test i mean like if you're gonna catch say you want you have like a 10 pound fish on the line most fish won't fight with that 10 pounds of force that they weigh so that's kind of how they're registered like if you pick the fish straight up with the line yeah line's gonna snap but since they're in the water right and you have some buoyancy holding them up too they're not really gonna get that full force that the line works with i personally use like eight pound just because it's like well i'm pretty confident it's not gonna break if i get something big it can kind of handle it kind of suck you-, you know you get like a state record fish and you got one pound line or <clears throat> say like a tiger muskie or a northern pike bite your line well fuck it's gone well that sucks so <laughs> when you use uh when you go over to south dakota for your ice fishing tournaments do you use braided line i'll use braided line for my tip-ups yeah yeah i'll use thicker line for my tip-ups because that's what they're meant for is bigger fish right you're putting something like smelt on there some big bait big hooks right you don't want to use string you want to use something that's confident like it's not going to break. It's not going anywhere. So when you caught that catfish last year, was that on braided line or regular line? That was on regular line. And that was fun as shit. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Me and my old man are sitting in the ice house. we got some cots laid out in there for a fishing tournament up in Mowbridge. I wake up at like 2.30 in the morning to this noise. And I wear glasses, so I can't see shit. So I wake up. It's dark in the ice house. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on? What's that noise? And I kind of come to it. It's like, oh shit, that's a fishing line. And I look down, and we have six lines out at night. And I'm looking, and they're all jigging. And I'm like, what the fuck? Which one is it? Jesus Christ. So I'm like trying to figure it out. I just woke up. I'm like hectic. I can't see shit. Trying to find my glasses, too. I'm like, which one's got the thing on it? And you can kind of like sort of feel which one it's on. So I'm like going around feeling them all. And I reel in this catfish. Took It was just, it's a, I don't know if you ever caught a catfish, but it's like a lot of just dead weight yeah catfish don't really uh, they're not big on like forceful fighting but they are good at throwing their weight around so you gotta like really pull in on it to get those fuckers to turn around uh so fast forward a little bit we're trying to get all the lines from falling in the ice holes because they're just kind of like laying there and you don't want to lose your nice rods and by that time my dad finally woke up and he's trying to help me out i get the catfish up to the hole with about eight lines wrapped around it (laughs) from swimming around the whole ice house getting them all tangled and we get up to the ice hole, and we have like a, I think we have like an eight-inch auger that we drilled the holes with, and it did not fit through the hole. <laughs> so we're like, oh shit, how do we get this catfish up here? And then my dad basically <clears throat> reaches his hands down the hole. He's got these just man hands from being a diesel mechanic for 50 years. Takes his hands, shoves his arms down the ice hole, like crushes the fish's head in, just like, ah, <laughs> just like drags it up through the hole. I'm like, hey, shit, we got it. <laughs> just this big-ass fucking catfish. How long did, how what it weigh? I think it was like 15 pounds or something like that. 16 pounds maybe. But On an 8, eight pound line? Yeah, it's a 6 or 8 pound line. Like as okay. I was saying, right? Yeah. Right? You're not going to need the full bearing capacity of your line to reel in the fish. And how long did that take you to reel in? Ooh, probably about... By the time it actually got me out of bed, because I, I, uh, I have the clicker on on my pole, right? So yeah. You can hear that going. So by the time that finally woke me up, it was a ways out there. It probably took me like 20 minutes to reel it in. It's like only like the 
You're lucky you didn't lose all your line. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was getting close, dude. It was running down there. You could see that thin march. It's like, oh, shit, I don't have much string line. Let's get this thing in. I'm like, holy fuck, it's out there always, ain't you? Probably got the other neighbor's ice house. Their shit tangled up, too. <laughs> Just ripping their shit out of the water. Like, holy fuck, our pole, we got a big fish on there. It's me and the other ice house tucking on the line. Like, holy shit, this could be a record. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Bridger, what? pound line do you typically use for your uh trout uh eight is is pretty eight. pretty standard yeah for I mean, even with fly fishing and stuff well fly fishing is is different though you know you got for so i use a tapered leader when i fly fish and um you know i i, I stick with 4x just because it's pretty pretty generic for where, you, where we're fishing and what do we're you doing. care to explain what that is to the good viewers of the rendezvous no Okay. Uh, fuck. No. All right. So, yeah, but no, I uh, fuck that. Um, so I, I, I generally stick to to four x. You can go three x. Um, What's the? Do you at least know what the difference is between four x and three x? The four x is going to be more for uh, for um, kind of bigger fish. But no, like like he was saying. Um, with the when that guy was using one pound, you know, mm-hmm. line, um, you know, fish can notice that stuff. You know, they they're not stupid. You know, I mean, maybe the walleye and northern pike that you catch are kind of stupid. Well, at least they're and fucking bass, fish and bass. Fucking. Trout. Hey, let's finish bass. this conversation and then get on to that. Bass. Uh, you can suck my bass. The, the trash <laughs> fish is what I'm what I'm getting at here. Um, but uh. <laughs> You know they're they're timid of of the line. You know they can see that type of stuff. And so when you when you're up fishing the mountains, you know for those those you know trout that that don't get pushed too hard or you know I mean you can use line for that you know thicker line because they you know they haven't seen that kind of stuff. But if you're going to a place that's heavy fished and whatnot, you know you got to be smart. You got to got to differentiate yourself from the other fishermen. You know you got to make those fish want your fly. And if it if if them seeing the line is is causing them to not bite, then you got, you got to change it up. So, do you like uh, nymph fishing or uh, dry fly better? Uh, dry. I think that's pretty common for fly fishermen. I mean, you can't really beat the you know the fish coming up on out of the water and attacking that fly. Um, well, I I don't know. A lot of the guys on uh, that fish the bighorn a lot, they all do. Yeah. I mean, they don't really do a whole lot of dry. Well, it's going to change wherever you go, you know? I mean, what, we, we start fish, fishing dry flies in, in June, you know, off the mountain. But you get up on the mountain and there's not there's not a fly on the water, you know? I mean, Ants and beetles. Yeah, I mean, you can throw terrestrials all year long, you know, as long yeah. as there's water. Because there's always going to be ants and beetles. But... You know, I mean, that's what I really like about fishing is the, is just, you know, you have to be really super aware of what, what the fish are going for and, and, you know, find the larva in the water. So I worked at the fly shop of the Bighorns, um, for a summer and we had this old gentleman that would, would tire flies, uh, Mr. Wilcox and, um, he would go up the mountain onto the North Tongue. He, he, yeah, and he would take samples 
out of the water and, and collect all the larvae. He'd get mm -hmm. just little nets and little dip nets and, and take samples and find all the larvae. And then he would take them into the fly shop and he would replicate those flies, those larvae, and, and tie the larvae. So it's super cool. Damn. Yeah, super talented uh, guy. Have you ever tried tying your own flies? Yeah, so that was one of the things that was really cool about working at the fly shop is, um, you know, I mean, they're not super busy, you know, in store, especially on, you know, the early, the or like in the afternoons, like in the, the middle of the day when nobody's, you know, yeah. they, all, they all come in in the morning or in the afternoon and then they go fish. Um, and so during that downtime, um, I had a couple of my coworkers who still work at the fly shop today, you know, and they'd take the time to show me how to tie some flies. I, I got really good at San Juan worms. Those are my specialty, super, you know, just easy. Yeah. But, but still, it's getting the, the rhythm down and, and the way you tie it when, when you're done. Is, I mean, it's a learning process for sure. Yeah, I don't have the patience for it. I've made woolly buggers a couple times yeah. and uh, I've made a couple others, but like those guys that do it a lot can do it really fast and I end up having Parkinson's like halfway yeah. through and can't finish. I know. I, I start like shaking and the, the line gets all tangled. And But it, it's fun. I mean, if you if you have the time and, and want to learn it, it's a super cool craft. Like most of the guys that guide on the bighorn mm -hmm. and stuff, they tie their own flies every night. Well, that's be, like that's what I was saying. Because you got that, to. That, that gentleman that goes up to the, the North Tommies. I mean, you know, they they find patterns that work. You know, and a lot of those patterns aren't mass produced, you know. Yeah. And so they have to, in order to, you know, catch those fish, they got to tie what, what's what's out there. So does a place like Fly Shop at the Bighorns, do they tie all their flies or? Not all of them, or no. a lot of those get mass produced? Um, I would say it's probably like 75, 25 for mass produced. So, so like, where do they buy that from? There's, I mean, there's companies that... You know, they just automated. Huh. Yeah. Like all the big box retailers like Bass Pro, um, Sportsman's Warehouse, Shields, all those places, those are all automated tied flies. Huh. And so, and, and you can definitely tell like when you go into a, you know, Sportsman's Warehouse and like say you just grab a woolly bugger like a bead head and normally you don't want those beads to shake, you mm -hmm. know, just another sound or whatnot and you know throw it out there 10 times you know catch 10 fish on them and they're falling apart yeah so they you know they don't care about really the quality of it yeah because it's you know they're gonna sell them they fucking <laughs> charge the same as the good ones though <laughs> well like... yeah i mean the the tide the hand tied flies were like 50 to 75 cents more at the fly shop than the mass produced ones i mean and that's yeah. in any that's in hoppers woolly buggers you know streamer all, all sorts of stuff like that i mean it's all you know they they charge it more of a premium for them you know but so uh is fly fishing your favorite form of fishing um i, I go back and forth between just spinner fishing and fly fishing i would say it's it's way more fun to catch a fly fly fit or to catch a catch a fish fly fishing yeah for sure um especially top water um but spinner fishing you know when you're on a river we we take trips up to the madison every year 
and float trips, you know, we're floating 10, 10 hours a day. And, uh, you know, we spinnerfish there because, you know, it's, it's just more conducive for multiple people uh, fishing on the same boat and stuff like that. So, uh, I take it you don't want to go ice fishing again after last year. As long as I win the $500 at the Kirby bar, then we'll go again. But well, then pay oh, for yeah, my fucking, then pay for my ice. I don't get karma like that. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I want $500 I'll, too. <laughs> I'll buy your tickets and I'll lose $100 at the, at the damn bar. God damn. But that was fun though. You know, I just wish we would have gotten some more fish. Well, so. Yeah, that sucked. That did suck. I was freezing my ass off. There were two things that made me think about that trip when we were watching this webinar last the last couple days. First off was um, the guys talking like take people out all the time. They're basically guides for ice ice fishing, which I didn't even know that was a fucking thing. <laughs> like go get a guide for ice fishing. But anyways, they were like the first thing they make sure their customers have. And even like when you take someone... That was a good one. Thank you. Even when you take uh, someone out for the first time, you always want to make sure they have good clothes and good gear so they stay warm. That was your and Carter's problem that day. You were in a shitty ice house. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh in my. a shitty fucking ice house. Had shit. Did you even have snow pants on? Yeah, I had my snow pants on, my winter oh. stuff on. But... but, like, not ice fishing winter stuff. You had, like, well, ski I mean, winter stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah. like, skiing... You don't need the insulation because you're moving, moving and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you had better gear, you would have had more fun even if we didn't catch a fish. The other problem was Hoon's fucking... Oh, that shit pissed me off. Auger so. was... Were you trying to use a drill? Yeah, it had one of those. So you can get an attachment that it essentially attaches a power drill to a hand auger. And I've seen them work before, but... Mine just, just shit. I don't know if it was because my drill was just garbage, fucking hand drill from nineteen fucking thirty. But I don't. Uh, yeah, so, so the battery died off, and then we had to go send Carter. Yeah, Carter's have, dumbass. Yes, yeah. yeah so there's so there's Carter like only one other person out there ice fishing, and we're like, Carter, go ask them for their uh, their auger, and he's like, okay. <laughs> It's like, oh god, what an idiot! They're gonna look at Carter like we all look at Carter. <laughs> look at this kid. You guys are retarded. And oh, uh, yeah, that pissed me off. I basically threw away my drill set after that. Like this thing fucking sucks. So that was the other problem with that whole day was we couldn't. The one spot we had them drill holes in was dog shit, and so we couldn't try multiple spots. If we had like our own auger that worked <laughs> we could have gone multiple places Not and bad. tried to actually catch a fish bit between being cold and not being able to catch fish yeah it kind of sucked yeah because they were, they were talking about that on the webinar too like well if you're on a boat you're gonna drive around different spots in the lake all the time and yeah fish, you're right? not gonna well, you're not gonna throw your yeah. line 400 times in the same spot without catching a fish yeah like why won't you do the same thing ice fishing like well that's a good point kind of still got to move around the tough part the about that trip <laughs> was i mean we we walked everything there you know we're pulling yeah. a hundred pound sled over shit snow and you know i mean we're not, I, I was not i was not moving hell no i was not moving yeah 
So, Hoon, is ice fishing your favorite, or does it depend on the time of year? You know, I really do like ice fishing, but my favorite type would have to be trolling. Yeah. I think I have the most fun trolling, sit behind a boat, drink a couple beers. I think that's when you get the most big fish, too. Yeah. You get bigger fish to go chase after your lure. Set your bottom bouncer on, you got a spinner dragging behind it. That's when I've had the best fishing, is trolling. Yeah. But well, ice have, fishing's have, pretty fun, too, because I have a recliner in my ice house. <laughs> <laughs> just sit there, eat a bag of chips, and just kind of like stare at the ice hole. <laughs> Get drunk. It's 90, 90 degrees in there. The ice hole. <laughs> the ice hole. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to ask. Hammered. <laughs> it, it's it's oh, right there. Some with ice fishing. Some oh, have you gone archery fishing before? Either yes, one of you. But I've never not. hit anything. I know they like aim low, but I'm like, I was at point blank and I was shooting straight down. So I was like, eh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a good shot with a bow. Just fucking. I don't archery that. fishing. I'm a good shot with the bow. I'm a better shot with the bow than rifle. You can't. You can't even see. <laughs> you don't need to see it. You gotta feel it. <laughs> gotta feel but the no, nature. I, I never had any luck bow fishing. Okay, well, um, we best get to why we actually recorded this episode in the first place. Hoon is adamant that um, trout aren't fish, and so he's gonna present his argument. And Bridger is going to discuss why trout are obviously a fish. First off, it, it, I'm, <laughs> so here we go. I'm going to be arguing with a brick wall. Okay, I'm not going to. There's no change in you, Hoon's mind. You can't it's, argue with Hoon. It's for the content. We're doing this for the content. Oh, you can't argue with someone who's right. They're not right. I'm always right. They're called trash fish. Trout? They are trash. No, fish. not trout. Whatever kind of dumbass fish you fish for. Every other fish trash, is not trout. Trash fish. <laughs> They're trash trout. They're so trash okay. Fish. So They're I got it. Fish. Have you ever caught a walleye? No, and I don't play. Oh fuck. fuck! He fucking never caught a walleye, and he's trying to argue catching fucking trout. Holy yeah! <laughs> oh fuck! Have you ever caught a I northern mean. pike? No. Holy, Holy fuck! Because salmon. See, we should have this argument. We should have this debate after, after Bridger catches a walleye. Should, I know we should. We should postpone it. I mean, every, let's every, drag them to Bridge. What, what is your argument here? That they fight hard or what? Way What's harder. Trout don't fight. Trout are dead weight. Trout. See, no, see, here's, no here's, okay. So yeah, I'm going to argue yeah, that. That's not true. Trout feel like they fight because you're you catching them on. <laughs> they don't fight compared to walleye in northern pike because they just don't but they feel like they fight because you're catching them with a fly rod a fucking minnow would feel like they're fighting yeah. on a fly rod i don't so think can, i don't think you can base an argument off of the fish's will to fight oh i had a list it's it's fun everybody has caught a good trout i mean shit have you have you caught a like a steelhead probably Throw back. What do you mean, probably? <laughs> That's a yes or no question. Yeah, a steelhead, like a, it's like a, it's a, a sea run trout, pretty much. It's like salmon. I don't think I've caught a steelhead. Okay, they're, I mean, it's fucking exhilarating. Well, it's crazy. In Hoon's defense, he can't catch a fish that um, swims in from the ocean 
because he he's never like been to a state that like connects to the ocean. I, I caught steelhead in Idaho. I'm a man. No Idaho. shit. Yeah, I was in Idaho. That connects to a state that connects to it the ocean. <laughs> Hoon hasn't even gotten yeah. that. See, <laughs> so here's what I think about trout. I think trout are fine if they're on the mountain where they belong. If it's a mountain fish in mountain streams, that's fine. That's where they're natural. That's where they're fine. But when the state of Wyoming wants to dump a bunch of fucking trout in a lake like Desmond, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> There used to be walleye in there, and you killed them all off to put fucking trout in there. Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think. I think if you're going that sense, you talk about the lake trout. I think lake trout are a nuisance. Lake trout? Yes. I'd rather catch a lake trout than any other trout. Okay, but is I mean that's because ninety nine percent of the lake trout in Desmit are bigger than any trout any. Rainbow or brown trout that you'll catch out there. Well, it's a lake trout. Lake yeah, trout are typically bigger. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, like, but they're such a nuisance. Like it, it's such a, it's such a aggressive fish that they just kill off everything that's in there. Except for the walleye. Just like northern pike <laughs> and walleye, though. Like all when you when you pull up a northern pike or a walleye, how many times do they have a little fucking minnow of some sort in their mouth or? You, know, you gotta you know use them. That's predatorial yeah. fish. I know, yeah, but I think that. Fish. But so so I'm agreeing with you in the sense that a certain lake should be maybe a certain you know couple fish in there. But I don't think that they don't belong in the smith. I don't think that <laughs> every lake should just be a walleye or northern pike lake. If they aren't on the mountain, I think. They what should be over well you can have lake trout, but lake trout can survive alongside uh walleye and northern, northern pike. pike. Yeah. But when you the problem you is when the game and fish every year just dumps like fifty thousand yeah. when they trout. can't sustain themselves and they have to have the government step in to dump fish in there, it's fucking stupid. Uh, besides <laughs> the the government money that's being put in to to put those fish in those lakes, what is the problem with fattening northern pike and walleye because of the trout? You should love trout because it's because it ends up yeah, but no, it's, northern it's pike not and walleye food. Like they're they're like here, get fat. Yeah, no, but it hard. increases competition, so there's actually less food. Well, yeah, but I mean, so they end up the, dying more, off. More spawning for for trout. trout. Okay, and then the walleye, which increases trout numbers. Trout, which incre- the e- extra spawning for trout increases trout numbers, which takes away from competition, and so there's less food available and then you're only for other be able fish. To catch trout because that's the only small enough bait, unless you want to throw a whole fucking trout on a hook to try to catch an orange. I think I think though, <laughs> and the other they're thing not is, as sustain they're not as sustainable as you guys think they are because they're dumping in fifty thousand trout. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Trout are yeah, fucking trout are sustainable. So easy, cat, so easy to kill a trout. Unless so they're they, on the mountain. I, yeah, so what you have a die off every three years of walleye or northern pike they and then they come off. back they and, don't know. They don't, okay. They went they'll dude they'll come up and take out a fucking crane, dude. <laughs> well that's my point then. That's exactly my point is they don't die off, but it's less competition, but none of the walleye and, and northern pike are dying off. So, no, they did die off. You just said they don't die off. No, when they're by themselves, 
when there's increased competition from trout, they start dying yeah, off. And, and that's why DeSmith hardly has anything for walleye. Then go to the res. It's fuck yeah. No, well, it's in well, Montana. I mean, it's like we'll get into another reason like, why I won't go to the red. <laughs> That's a different episode. But <laughs> last episode. Okay, what do you guys think about rivers then? Like the Bighorn. What do you think it should be run run through by bass? No, because it's cold water. It's a cold water fishery, which should have trout. But warm water I'm fishery not should have trout. I'm saying I don't like to catch trout. I'm not saying okay. I'm not saying make the trout go extinct. <laughs> These are fucking kill them. Get them what? Okay, we're going to change so, the topic a little. Wait, no, go ahead. So, go ahead. an additional aspect that might contribute to my dislike of trout. I don't okay. like the taste of trout. Okay. At all. I I don't think so, a lot of people go out to catch trout to eat so them So, why the fuck are they? <laughs> it's just... It's, so, I wouldn't consider it a game fish. Because that's the bass, that's the walleye, that's the... Real fish. Well, he just took away... Uh, real fish. He just no. took away your uh, antelope argument. Which one? Oh, the antelope? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they don't fucking... The antelope aren't trophies. Well, yeah. you might as no, well say proud. the argument now. All right. What are you doing? He's I'm being weird. Off my yeah, shit. I know you are, man. All right, focus up. So, if you think trout's a fish, like a fucking worthwhile fish to go out and catch, then you probably think fucking antelope's a goddamn trophy game. And I don't know if you've ever seen an antelope. They're fucking worthless. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, no, I don't think they're a trophy game. Because, I mean, I, I, if you're going hunting, are you going hunting for antelope or are you going hunting for elk? That was another one of your arguments. I don't think that that, what are, you, what are you trying to say here? I don't eat what I, I don't eat fish. I don't go out and you fish mur- to eat fish. Like, like, See, I don't think a trout is a type of thing that you go out to eat. You go out to catch them because they're fucking amazing. They're beautiful. Hoon catches fish to eat fish. So, and here is another. So I think that's an important point, though, to why you don't like trout is is you don't like to eat them. Well, okay, but same, same concept. Look at hunting in general. Is it more fun to hunt antelope or is it more fun to hunt elk? I mean, that's, elk. that's antelope. You just person. fucking just get out of your truck. And I mean, at this point, we're just arguing opinions. Which, again, like I said, yeah. I'm arguing with right a brick wall versus wrong opinion. No, there's not a wrong or right opinion, except for mine, which is right. <laughs> <laughs> what was the argument two days ago you were making like you wouldn't go in you wouldn't go out elk hunting to shoot a spike hmm. what oh, yeah. the fuck was that about yeah it's like day one of elk hunting and you walk out there and you're like i'm gonna fucking shoot a spike it's like you're gonna go shoot a spike fucking tiny ass fish when there's a fucking bull over there the next day so what did that have to thing. do with fishing though because if you have the option to go fishing for trout versus you have the option to go fishing for, like, walleye, I'm going to take walleye every time. <laughs> See, but... But does that rebound back to you eating them? We're not talking about eating them. It's more fun to catch. Would you rather shoot a bull or would you rather shoot a spike? You're going to show off a spike? Hey, look at this. I think that's no, another... Stupid. That's no, Well, the bull versus spike is clear. I mean, Although I don't, I gotta disagree with Hoon. I think the better argument, if you're gonna take it into hunting perspective, a trout is pretty, so it's more like a white-tailed deer, just nice, pretty, even on both sides, you know. Whereas northern pike, walleye, they're more like mule deer, where the antlers are less pretty, but like they're bigger, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I that could, would be I the argument. I could agree with that. I think that is the better analogy of like, oh, some people would rather shoot whitetail because they're pretty. Some would rather shoot mule deer because they're bigger. You know? That fuck Well, him. that's yeah, what... Fuck him. He's the, trout are beautiful fuck. fish. That was like Bridger's argument. That's why you catch trout. To take a fucking a, Instagram picture fucking... Fucking fish. <laughs> well, not really, but... It's fucking aquatic. <laughs> oh, so, okay, different story. I know you've never been to the ocean, so you have you ever gone deep sea fishing? I have, but I haven't caught in anything. Really? Yeah. So we went deep sea fishing. I've been what three times now, and we were in Costa Rica uh, with my stepdad and my brother, and then my friend Nathan and Brock's friend Dalton, and. Uh, you know, I mean, going out on those deep sea fishing, you know, adventures, it's it's hit or miss. You either catch a shitload of fish. Are you fishing for trout? There's trout in <laughs> the ocean. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, you'd rather catch a know, trout than a tuna. Uh, so <laughs> we we ended up yeah. catching all, all the kids caught sailfish, so four sailfish, um, and then we we ran while. Well, the captain saw this uh, big school of spinner dolphins and where there's spinner dolphins or dolphins in general means there's sardines, which means that's where the tuna are. And so we got into this pod of like 1500 dolphins. It was insane. I mean, they're just like you see in this, your pictures and everything, they're right along the boat, like swimming in front of us on the boat, jumping up in the air. It was awesome. And what time of year was this? This was December. December. Uh, every time I've gone deep sea fishing was in December. Over Christmas break, we go to... See, that's when I've gone, and every time, like, you're fucking dealing with 10-foot waves, and someone on the boat every time has gotten sick. Up, yeah. It's like, mm, yeah. fuck. So we, but we, we threw the, the tuna, you know, tackle down there, and we hooked into three tuna as well. So uh, we, you know, we had them... They they cut up all the tuna and we we took it to three different restaurants where we were staying, just like holes in the wall. I mean these these restaurants are, you, if you blink you fucking miss them, and it was unbelievable. It was so good, but I would highly recommend trying to get into a good like find a good charter and go out and and do some deep sea fishing. See, I'd rather go. Uh, I if I go deep sea fishing again, it'll be off Alaska catch some halibut some something halibut, like that yeah. but like I, i'd rather go to canada and catch some big ass northern pike and walleye yeah so i don't i mean it would See, be fun i want you to cat i want you to catch a northern pike once fucking canadian northern pike might pull bridger in well no the way northern pike hit <laughs> Fuck you. the reason northern pike are so fucking fun to catch is because when they bite, they bite harder than any other fish. There's no nibble or anything. It's just gone. Your rod's in the water. It's yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta be quick. Yeah. They are aggressive as fuck. Well, the, you can just tell by this fish. I, you know, I know. Papa Dave's calling me. Uh, hey, Papa Dave. I'm fucking Papa busy Dave. here. <laughs> busy. <laughs> the thing I like about northern pike and even walleye... Uh, you don't even like you can just tell they're a different breed of fish by the type of line you have to use. So with northern pike, if you don't use braided line with steel leader on yeah. it, 
Yeah. You're not going to catch a northern pike. Yeah. Just. Oh, yeah. They're gone. Like, they bite your regular line, they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's mostly just because their teeth are just fucking razor blades. Like, and you get them in a boat. Like, you can grab a trout with your hand. If you try to yeah. grab a northern pike with your hand, you're going to end up in the hospital. What do you mean? Lipping it? Lipping it or just I want, grabbing I want it. Lip it. If you grab them, you got to grab them under like yeah, You have to go gills. Yeah, Even, yeah, like, just yeah. trying to grab the body. Yeah. If you ever gonna... feel, like, the spikes on their back, dude, yeah. dude, those things will cut through anything, dude. Kind of like perch and shit. Yeah. yeah. Way dude, worse than yeah, perch. Yeah, yeah, so, just like northern that. pike. So, you know how they all secrete, like, a like all... Like fish, kind of like that, kind of secrete that little bit of slime yeah. to them. Northern pike have that slime really, really intense. Like, there's a fuck ton of it. Like, if you ever catch a northern pike and you're on a boat, keep the fish hanging over the boat. Yeah. Don't let it hit the floor. You know, you catch a fish, it's flopping around on the floor, you got the net on the ground, don't do that. That metal gets slippery as a motherfucker. It's not that it gets, like, well, yeah, it does if you have, like, a metal yeah. base, but that slime just gets. Fucking it's everywhere. super hard to like clean off too. Yeah, it's yeah. Like scrubbing yeah, it's... and shit. Yeah, when we were we went steelhead fishing <laughs> in uh, in Idaho, Orfino is what it's called. It's you kind of you go through Missoula, but then you go through Lolo. You know, you yeah, go out, you go over the mountain, pass there, and uh, I mean, I, I would say all fish are pretty slimy. You know, I mean, some more than others. You know, but you got these forty inch you know, 30, 30 inch steelhead flopping around in the boat and we're just on a metal, you know, but they use jet boats. So mm-hmm. water's, water's probably 10, 12 feet deep, but the, I mean, it's a heavy flow, you know, I mean, you're, that, that mm-hmm. water's moving pretty good. And so you, you, you go down the run, just drifting kind of, and then you jet boat back up mm-hmm. and then you just do the, you know, keep going. But you get that slime on that metal floor, and it is ugly. I mean, it, that shit gets slippery. Oh yeah, Def- definitely with pike. Like it's almost it's almost like amazing to see how much just shit comes off of them. Yeah. It's like how the fuck? Where's this coming from? <laughs> so uh, we're at about fifty minutes. Um, so let's go ahead and do closing thoughts. Got anything to add to the? trout debate on whether or not they're fish or just like any closing thoughts in general um i'm you know i've i've trout fish since i was three you know so it's kind of hard to i mean i'm I'm not opposed to catching northern pike and walleye by any means well shit you got to do it once well, and, yeah i mean yeah it'll, you know it's gonna happen at some point but you know i mean i i would take it a day floating down a river, you know, the Madison, the big hole, the big horn, you fuck the plat, you fucking no fish in the plat, trust me, there's none. But we. Well, you just gotta go with Elliot. That's true, that is true. Elliot, if you're listening, please take me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, I would take a day on the river over sitting trolling on a, on a fucking lake all day. That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, but if you're sitting trolling on a lake, you get hammered and catch fish. What's the difference with floating down a, a river and doing that? You just sit in the back. And you... You're too busy fly fishing, casting. If you're just trolling, you're literally oh, just doing time, nothing I mean, but drinking. You're, when you're when you're <laughs> when, when you're fucking floating down a river, you get to fly into the scene that you want. 
I mean, you can you twitch it, but you're not you're not uh, fucking retrieving it. Depends if you have a nymph. Even then, you can just let it float down that seam. You have a little indicator. You have or a or a dry fly on top, or you know, hopper, or whatever, and then you have a dropper. You're de- you don't have to. Yeah, but you're doing more stuff than if you are trolling. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, but still, I would take it. I'm multitasking. I'm fucking. I can drink a beer and float down a river. Just like, we got it. He thinks space. he can multitask. We got to take him to Healy. Over break. <laughs> he thinks he can multitask. You can't multitask at Healy, dude. You can't get drunk at Healy. I've tried. <laughs> if it means I can catch fish going ice fishing with you guys, then I'm fucking in. Okay. Because I. Okay. Last the last one was an embarrassment for you two. Oh, the last yeah. ice fishing trip we'll was take, an well, embarrassment. We'll it was an embarrassment until we went to Kirby. Yeah. yeah, okay. Then it was and cool. then it was just an embarrassment yeah, for you guys. Then it, then it was just losing yeah. money. Except Davis. <laughs> I didn't gamble. I was a preemie. I was only 20. Oh, yeah. it 18? No, it's 18. Oh. You didn't gamble? Mm-hmm. The fuck? Bro. What were you doing the whole time? Just like, well, I guess we were only there like 20 minutes. But. Yeah, you won and you got the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Money and run. Yeah. Closing, That's all I got, though. Yeah. yeah. Closing thoughts soon? Any any digs on Trout? I think Trout dig on themselves. But I tell you what, January's coming up. All the tournaments are going to start popping up every weekend. So that's where I'm going to be for a month. The only time I want to catch a Trout is the Saratoga tournament. When catching that Trout is $25,000. Yeah. I'll catch that one. <laughs> I'll take a picture of that one. Will you split it with me? If Since you go, if you go, that's, that's the deal. That's the rule. We, if if one of us catches it, we gotta we're splitting we gotta split it. it. So then I'll just sit After there the taxes. whole time fishing <laughs> trout, and then y'all just yeah. You can show us trout. how to do that with ice because yeah. we couldn't figure that shit I mean, out last year. You know, I mean, Only thing I caught was a buzz. I think it's like corn and fucking worms. For we were trying, the two day tournament. We were sitting <laughs> the exact same shit as the guy next to us. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, maybe if didn't you just get a nibble. Maybe if you just jig like a like a panther martin, you know, like a lure or something down dude, there. We try like, we try like every combination. Yeah, I don't know. The guy like right next to us caught the biggest fish of the tournament. It wasn't the, it wasn't tagged, so it wasn't the, like the twenty five thousand dollar fish. Uh-huh. But he still got like a some money and shit for it. It's like what the fuck? So you have to catch a tagged fish. The yeah, most so they have a bunch of tagged fish in there, but they, they have three of them. One's worth twenty thousand or twenty five. Twenty. It yeah, goes 20, 20, 10, 10, 5. 5, Jesus. Christ. But then they had also some other tagged fish in there, like hundred dollar tagged fish, and I think the biggest fish of the tournament gets like five hundred bucks. The uh, what's the entry fee? Like thirty bucks. Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah. About yeah. Yeah, and then um, biggest fish every hour got a hundred. Oh yeah, that's right. Most sucker fish got a hundred. Should be negative. Well, Most no, because they fish. want you getting oh, those yeah, out of there. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, if you catch yeah, whoever like turns in the most. So like, there's and they're only yeah, in one yeah. spot of the lake, I guess. Th- talking to locals, and so only about two or three people are going for sucker fish, and they're all catching. 10 to 20 yeah. and they're like oh, yeah. oh fuck how many you caught yeah. yeah but the cool part is they had like a they had a per hour reward I think it was like 100 bucks or something yeah. like the biggest fish turned in that hour right and it was like 7 o'clock to like 5 o'clock something like that with the tournament hours and then like 7 to like 2 the next day but you guys didn't catch shit no oh, yeah, we didn't the biggest I, seen a the, fish. I don't know if it I swam right under our hole guys. 
I've seen a fish. You guys are digging yourself. I can catch fucking. fucking hole right I now. can catch three thousand in fucking healing. As long as you can start drinking at five a.m., you're good. The biggest dig <laughs> of that whole tournament was like two hours before it ended. This eight-year-old comes up to us and is like, Hoon and I are talking to him about like what he was using because he was catching fish." The whole fucking time. He's like, yeah, here's some mealworms. And just like... It's like, we're using the exact same shit. Yeah. We're doing the exact same thing this kid's doing. Same fucking hook and everything. And it's like, the fuck? I, see, I'm all for kids getting outdoors and like learning this shit. But they but really fucking piss me off at tournaments. Because the last Lake to Smith tournament I went to a tune, <laughs> we're fucking five feet from this fucking six-year-old... Who's just catching trout after trout and just winning all this money at Lake to Cement? I'm like, what the fuck? The Cement tournament, they have all these tag fish too, except they release a bunch of them. And this kid like walked out with like six hundred dollars in tag fish. I'm like, and he's like ten feet from us. This little kid, I'm gonna fight that kid. Yeah, this fucking ten year old wants to throw hands. (laughs) Fucking drag his ass out in the lake. (laughs) Early polar plunge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we we definitely need to hit up some ice fishing this winter. Let me know. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go. Oh, yeah, put, we'll take you to Healy. That Papa Day is putting on a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, Rotary uh Sheridan Rotary oh, Club yeah. is putting on a tournament at Lake DeSmit. Um get, I'll get the details on how to register for that later cuz I don't free entry? No. That's no. fucked. Love you, Papa Dave. This, it's Rotary. It's know, all it's a good cost. It's like a donation. <laughs> yeah. I'll pay the $30 or whatever. Yeah. Don't worry. I really want to... I need to find out when the Keyhole Tournament is. They never advertise it. The Keyhole Tournament? Well, and the Boysen Tournament. Well, no, they advertise the Boysen one. Yeah, but we need to figure yeah, out when that is. The Keyhole Tournament super fun. I don't know if you've ever been to Keyhole, but Keyhole's got a lot of really good fish in it. <clears throat> really fun to fish Keyhole. But the only advertisement they have for this uh, tournament... Is they put a poster up in the... In the bar? Uh, yeah, in the bar. What's that? Oh, uh, I don't know. Pinehaven? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the our bar at Pinehaven. They just have like a little staple to the wall, like little post that says, hey, there's a tournament this weekend. It's like, they don't advertisement, advertise it at all. It's like, dude, I would go there. I'll drive from Buffalo to fucking Keyhole. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, you can win a lot of shit at that one. That was pretty fun. God damn it, oh, Connor. fuck, he's late. Connor, You're an statement. hour late. Closing statement. We got Connor Jorgensen. We got Connor Jorgensen. Kojo, the show. walking in an hour late, ready, giving us a closing statement. Closing statement. What you got? What, what you got? Close. Get in close. Come on, what you got for us? Just no check under your cars. There's crackheads everywhere, man. They're trying to steal your... I don't even know what's under a car, but they're trying to steal it. Yeah, back to our first episode. He had an interstate gypsy under his car last night. That's crazy, man. Bro, they they just go for those catalytic converters. That's (laughs) not true. Yeah, those things sell for like a lot of money. Yeah, but it takes fucking like 10 hours to get them out of your car. They're inside the muffler. I know. You just plopped the whole fucking muffler. Oh, yeah, that thing. We're getting really sidetracked here. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll end this uh, episode with that. Uh, Um, Watch your mufflers, kids. (laughs) And on that note, we'll, we'll see you next time on The Rendezvous.